So I'm speaking with composer Hannon Townsend, who has done uh, notable work scoring shorts, uh, documentaries, and features. Uh, he worked on Terrence Malick's masterwork, Tree of Life, and uh, now has collaborated with Malick uh, as the name composer for To the Wonder and has provided a stirringly emotional and hauntingly beautiful score. Uh, thank you so much for uh, talking with me today, Tim. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So I guess to start off, uh, I always like to uh, ask composers, what does music uh, mean to you, and why did you pursue the path uh, to film composition? Oh, it's a tough one. Um, well, I, you know, I, I talk a lot. Of, I, think, I think when I talk about music or I think about music, I think a lot of, um, I think a lot of just environments, to be honest. Um, I, I grew up in New Zealand, and um, I, I grew up right on the ocean, and uh, it's funny having, I'm living in Texas now, but having moved from a place where the ocean isn't uh, around, um, there's this sense of, uh, um, it's just that you feel like there's something kind of missing from your life, you know, and I think I think of music in the similar way that I think of, like, the ocean, and it's just always the way I have, you know, I, I like to, music I create, I like to kind of create soundscapes, and I like to use those environmental sounds to kind of um, influence the way I write music, um, so it has. It's really rooted in, to some degree, um, in uh, my experience with nature. I, have, I, I, I love nature. I love spending time uh, around it. And I, and I, um, I, I, I think in many ways, I think that that's kind of where I really find and have and continue to find my voice in music is uh, through nature itself. That's really. I mean, I, I mean, that's also kind of because I'm not a composer, but from a visual sense. That's why I mean. That's why I love Terrence's films. Like I mean, watching da Days of Heaven or Thin Red Line and Tree of Life. That's it's what really inspires me, just through the visual standpoint, at least. And I think that translates yeah. to all all the music that's used in his films. So I mean, you yeah. you worked on Tree of Life. Uh, how did you uh, did you know uh, Terry beforehand, or did you get how did you meet him and get involved with that film? Um, that was that was kind of a funny one. Um, that. Uh, one of the producers or associate producers at the time put a um, put a call out at uh, at the University of Texas, which is where I was studying. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was doing a study abroad for a year, just from New Zealand, and um, my professor said to me, uh, "Hey, there's a certain director unnamed. They didn't say, of course, it was Terry, right. unnamed director um, who's uh, looking to." Uh, you know, looking for a sort of young composer to sort of help out with little bits and pieces here and there. And, uh, so, hell yeah, that's what, <laughs> you know, what I came over to the state for. So, um, but I didn't realize it was, it was him. And then I went into the office to meet with, uh, the, the associate producer who, and Nicholas Gonda, who is the, uh, who is the, uh, one of the lead producers now. And, um, and, you know, he sort of like, well, you know, the, it's, uh, Terrence Mark. And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> I see why they didn't say who he was. Um, so that's how I kind of started working, and then you know, and I, I was kind of going in every every uh, every sort of week, and I, I mean, I, it, it was really kind of a um, I don't want to glorify it at all because it really was kind of just an intern position, really. Right, that's, right. That's what it started off as, and um, and you know, I think uh, I think we just kind of jowled. I just kind of I I I, I had a I've always had a respect for Gary and. Um, and um, and when he spoke to me, I, I just really, I really understood and felt what he was feeling, you know. And so, 
um, uh, yeah, and uh, and I just we just yeah just started there, and then you know next thing I knew, I was. <laughs> I was, you know, I was coming in as the as the composer for for this for this film for Tiller Wonder. So um, it was definitely an interesting journey. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Um, so for for to the Wonder, uh, what was the scoring process like? Uh, did, how did you approach it, and kind of what were the musical goals for the picture? Because I read you didn't you didn't score the picture, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, we never. You know, so never. Was a, and um, you know that was difficult for me because I because I'd worked I'd worked on the tree of life a little bit so I had I had come to um, understand the process of how it is that um, you know that, that the picture is kind of created um, and you know as I'm sure you're aware the picture is you know it's kind of it's more sort of kind of created in the, in the editing room right, right. Um, and so so often um, this you know the stories. Uh, the story and I mean the story the story exists of course but I mean a, a lot of it's developed and, and kind of reworked inside the, uh, in the editing room and, and this it was the same with the score you know the score was kind of evolving as the picture was evolving and um, so I kind of I, I was working I was actually working in the office with everyone else so it was a very intimate experience um, and I was you know I was sort of we, we, we were meeting nearly every day you know so it was um there was uh, there was a lot of you know there was a lot of a lot of back and forwards a lot of discussions a lot of this a lot of that it was real everything felt like kind of an experiment oh right yeah and those experimentations were sort of um uh in their own form kind of take on. You know, a lot of them took on their own life, and you know, maybe to some degree, those were some of the experimentations of the things that you eventually made to the final cut. I'm, I'm not 100% sure about all of that, but I can speak on, on terms of, in terms of the score. A lot of it was, uh, a lot of it was created in the studio. You know, a lot of uh, uh, rhetoric and improvisational sort of pieces that we, uh, that we sort of um, kind of sort of fitted together. And you know, after we'd recorded them, and um, in many ways, I think it was kind of similar to the way that Terry likes to shoot his movie. You know, where he, where he kind of, you know, he gets the, the canvas for it, and then he really paints it in the in the editing room. I was trying to sort of imitate a little bit in the in the in the score process, where it sort of was able to develop and change as the as the picture changed. Right, right. And uh, so, where did uh, the I guess the creative inspiration come from since you weren't uh, you're kind of giving him the the pieces to build together. Uh, did, did you read the script? Did it come from discussions with him? Did he was he really sure of what he wanted, or did he let you kind of uh, do kind of branch out and do what you wanted to do? Um. Well, there was there was. Um, I, I I never read the script. I never even I, I never even um, I think I think the reason it is because I think that by the time it got to the editing room I think it had already it had already kind of been morphed into something else right, um, <laughs> or it changed a lot already so I don't know if that would have been any help to me um, to read that um, a lot of it was just very just kind of um, just you know just just discussions just musical discussions just getting together and. Um, and trying pieces here and there and everywhere, and just kind of throwing them around the place, you know. And um, 
uh, editors would often just close their eyes and just throw a piece of music in somewhere and just sort of see what happened, you know. It was, um, it's, it was very interesting. Um, but, uh, you know, that said, I think um, I know a lot of past composers that have worked with Terry talk about the uh, uh, the river theme, and that's a kind of recurring right. sort of uh, 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 piece of music that Terry does often want to have for the picture. And, and I would say that if there was a river theme, which there, it was kind of, I remember him talking to me about that at some point, um, that would have probably been Marina's theme, uh, which is, you know, the, the waltz and, you know, the 3-4 piece that's <clears throat> sort of supposed to present her, really, and represent her character in the film. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was, there was, there was no hard discussions about what exactly was this or that. It was sort of just, uh, uh, almost sort of, I've, I felt like some degree we were all kind of, uh, you know, kind of walking around with our, you know, walking around with hands out in the dark, you know, just sort of feeling around, trying to look at what was what was around us and what we could, and what was what was going to work for the picture, and then just let the picture kind of tell us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, you mentioned Marina's uh, theme. It's it's very beautiful, and and uh, and you also have. Uh, these kind of movements of purity that goes within the score. And, um, mm-hmm. and since the, since the film deals with the love and it's, uh, it's, uh, it is almost, it touches upon t- uh, Terry's own experience, right? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. So, I mean, did you, did you kind of call upon your own experience, life experiences? Because it's so emotional and I just, I just have to, you know, does the composer really dig deep into? Did you dig deep into your own emotions and your own life uh, past? You know, to to get to get to those places. Yeah, yeah. I really thought about it that much, but I I couldn't help. When I came over to work on the film, which was in February two thousand last year, um, oh. Um, I had a green card and so I'd moved over and um, I was kind of all alone and I think to me to many degrees I I actually I felt to some to some sense I felt um, I felt kind of the that, that kind of pain that, that that Marina's character kind of went through with move, you know just moving away from home and the yearning for for your own home and for the for the for what you had back home for your family experiences for everything you know right and um, so I think that that actually did play a part of it now now I think about it that I I didn't think in the moment that it did but I couldn't help that um, you know and that 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 was a bit of a a kind of scary time for me as well you know having just left everything and kind of packed up and moved over here um, so yeah. Yeah, to some degree, yes. <laughs> well, because it, it does. It just come. There is a personal touch to it. At least I, I feel. I mean, I really connected with the score. I haven't seen the film yet because it's, uh, it's not playing till I, I'm in LA. But uh, it's playing next week in the okay. theater close to me, so I'm going to see it next Friday. But it just, uh, I don't know. The music really connected with me, so I really loved it. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Um, so, I, and also uh, going, Terry also also known for uh, uh, using. A lot of classical music, and, and in some instances, replacing, like, you know, the composer's original work, which is with his preferred pieces. Uh, did you have any say with the, what, what the source music was going to be? Did you know how he was going to work it in, or did you just give him what he needed and and kind of waited to see what he was going to do with it? Uh, 
Um, well, when I came on board, they'd already started working on a lot of that stuff. So, um, um, I think a lot of the pieces were already kind of in the, uh, you know, a lot of the pre-existing music was already mm-hmm. in in the in the cut. Um, and uh, um, a few of them came later on, but um, uh, you know, I I didn't really have that much to do with that. That was sort of uh, the editors, ex- you know, experimented a lot with. With right. uh, with the with different music and um, I mean there was a lot of different pieces used and um, from my experience of um, being a part of the Tree of Life, uh, I knew how I knew I knew how Terry um, or at least it seems that he he really you know he he really loves those pieces of music. I know he has a lot of um, I, I think I think he's quite attached to them, and, and in a good way. I think he 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 feels a very strong sense of what it is that those pieces are trying to convey, and I think he's aware that um, that in many degrees, um, you know, you could get an original composer to come in and write, but it's I mean, I don't know when when you're using a piece by Wagner or uh, uh, or Tchaikovsky or Rusty you know, I mean, they're just um, such hard-hitting pieces right. of music, yeah. and so I, I was always just working around those, and I never once wanted to um, t- take over or, or or push them out of the way. You know, um, I always just wanted to compliment them as much as I could because I know that that's the way he works. You know, and that's we saw that with the Tree of Life. You know, he a lot of lot of previously music used in that, and um, and so you know, I, I I just went into it very um, very. Uh, you know, with no, um, definitely no, no detail or nothing like that. I mean, you can't have that with him. Um, and I was very aware as well that every piece of music that I wrote could be put anywhere in the film. So I was never attached to where it was going to be or how it was right. going to be used. I was just kind of giving him, giving him the artillery and he was using it wherever he wanted. So, <laughs> um, you know, so, and, and it's, a, it's a different experience working that way, it's for sure. Um, and, you know, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. So if, if looking back on it, what, what do you think is the most rewarding aspect of uh, scoring to the wonder? Just the, just the understanding that anything can work, you know, and just, just, be willing, just being willing to take the time to experiment and find out. Um, hidden gems, you know, and uh, and um, it's it. I mean, it's it's like it's like here. for me is quite a, in, in my perspective, I think he's quite a perfectionist, and, and I mean, when I see his work, I I think he is. Right. Um, and yet, at the same time, um, he captures these moments that are just like these little gems, you know, these little hidden gems. And sometimes they're not, I don't know, I mean, how, how can you perfect some of these moments? I don't, I don't know how, how he does And so there's that, there's that sense of just, I don't know, there's that sense of just, of just um, taking the time, really, taking the time and just opening yourself up to whatever, to whatever possibilities. And um, I think that, that, um, in my opinion, I think Terry's really generous in that sense, and he does, he does do that. He takes, he, you know, he he looks he looks at everything. He he listens to everything, you know, and he really just it's that, that was a real eye opening experience for me. Yeah, that's that is something. Yeah. 
So mm. if you could uh, if you could pick one adjective to describe working with Terry, what would it be? Um, um keep that there. <laughs> 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 that's a hard one. Um, I mean, um, oh gosh, I, 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 I really, I really don't know if I could, if I could, if I could sum it up in one adjective. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I really don't think I could. Okay, that's a, that's a good sorry, answer. I wish I had one. Yeah, that's a better maybe, answer. Maybe, maybe there's an adjective out there that could, that could do just that, that could sum them up, but I don't know that adjective is just yet. I think that's a, it says a lot that you can't boil it down to one word, working with Terrence Malick. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. Um, well, to, to wrap up, I always like to ask composers, uh, this one question, uh, if, if you could score any film ever made with no disrespect to the original composer, uh, which film would you choose? Um, I would probably, probably there will be blood. Oh, wow. That's a good one. But that's because, that's because the... I, I love the music so much, I, and I, I, I don't think I could do a job anywhere near as good as as Sony Greenwood did. But I would just love to have a go with it. Yeah, <laughs> I just love uh, BDS. Oh yeah, he paint. I mean, he gives he gives such a visual canvas for composers. It's great. Oh, it's it's just it's just wonderful, and 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 you can write, you can just write the. I mean, even with the simplest things, and it just, you know, I mean, that, I, I, I just, yeah, just, I just love, I love his, his style, and, and I mean, I think, of course, that the way he works with, with, um, with Johnny is just incredible, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer, um, but, uh, Hannon, thank you so much uh, for your time today, it was such a great honor to, to talk to you, and, and just get a little insight into, you know, one of my favorite directors and a film that that's definitely going to be holding a special place. So uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime in the future. Yeah, sounds great.